Welcome back to another episode of This Is Queen podcast, and I'm so happy that you're here. This episode, we're going to do a little scripture reading, and it's going to be very encouraging for your souls because Psalm 37, that's where we're going, you guys. So if you have your scriptures, go ahead and turn to Psalm 37. But this passage is so encouraging for the times that we're living in. So we're going to dive into that. And uh, before we do, I'd like to make mention, if you have a favorite platform like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, maybe Spotify, you can actually search for This Is Queen and you can listen to this podcast right from your favorite platform. You can also go to thisisqueen.com, click on podcast, and you can listen to the latest episode there. So I wanted to make mention of that just in case you didn't know. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for sharing this podcast. This is brand new and it's just a way to share life with you, to encourage you as well, and to just give you a glimpse into some of the things that I go through, experiences, stories, in hopes that you can be edified by it, encouraged by it, and really just keep your head up and your shoulders back. So I'm glad that you are listening and you're sharing and we're going to get into it right after this. All right, so let's look at uh, Psalm chapter 37. Not sure if we're going to read the entire thing. There's about 40 scriptures in it, but the, the first part, I would say even to the middle, maybe uh, to verse 31, really is good. We may read the whole thing. We'll see how far we can get, but this should be very encouraging. Um, I always come back to this passage when I've kind of had enough of seeing like all the wickedness and the evil, whether it's on YouTube or social media or uh, commercials that you would see like on YouTube um blogs, news reports and articles and just nonsense of uh evil seemingly prevailing out here and you say what in the world and when are these wicked enemies of the most high Yah going to perish because you know they know what they're doing and you just get tired of seeing these cats. I mean, they're everywhere. Every filthy wickedness uh, imaginable is out there and it's now in your face. And it's really almost uh, to the point to where you can't even escape it. Because it's it, you, like I say, you turn on your internet or your YouTube, your smart TV. It's like everywhere wickedness, evil. They just promoted the satanic agenda. And they have for years, but now it's just, it's off the hook. So I go back to this passage, Psalm 37. So I hope that this encourages your soul and your uh, heart whenever you are listening to this to know that the Most High Yah has a plan for the wicked. And it is not to enter the kingdom of heaven, honey. Uh, It's not to be filled with the fruits of the Ruach like love, real Ahava, or joy real joy, real shalom, 
not the temporary stuff that you can get from material things and money, but real inward shalom where you can sleep peacefully at night and and the ability to cast your care. See, we have those intangibles. The only thing this wicked world can offer us at this point is more stuff. And you could just do a little research on your own because studies have shown and you'll hear people time and time again tell you that money cannot buy you happiness, true happiness. Because the scriptures say that the Most High has placed eternity in the hearts of man and mankind. So there's always a hole that will need to be filled if you don't have the Ruach filling you and walking in that. And a lot of these uh, wicked folk, rich folk, not all rich folks are wicked. I'm just saying, you know what I'm talking about, the, 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 the cats that are just willingly, blatantly doing wickedness. They may have the money, but they always have a void because Yah is the only one. His spirit, his pure spirit can only fill that void and they don't want that purity. They'd rather gravitate to the filth. And that's their choice. We've all been given a choice. Yah told his people, choose life so that you and your family can live. So we're going to get into this, you guys. Just be encouraged. That's the point of this whole episode is uh, to encourage you to know that the wicked only have so long to do what they do. But there are certain things that we can do in the midst of seeing and experiencing and feeling uh, this craziness in the world. There's things that we can do to kind of protect our our ears and our eyes and, and our minds and make sure that we're detoxing the negativity and the wickedness and the evil daily. That's why you have to find a way to get some of the scriptures on the inside of you. Find a way to, to take a little bit of time to quiet your mind and, and pray and cast your cares onto Yah and just really talk with him. Uh, like a friend, like a father, because he, he does love you and he understands. He knows exactly what's going on. And you may say, well, sometimes things get so hard. I don't know if I can even handle it. It's okay. He can handle it. All you're required to do is have faith. Not faith in your ability, but faith in his ability to sustain you and to comfort you. And uh, so we're going to get into Psalm chapter 37 right after this. Psalm 37 verse 1. Do not fret because of evildoers. Do not be envious of the workers of unrighteousness, for they soon wither like grass and fade like green plants. Trust in Yah and do good. Dwell in the earth and feed on the steadfastness and delight yourself in Yah and let him give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to Yah and trust in him and he does it and he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your right ruling as midday. Rest in Yah and wait patiently. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, 
because of the man doing wicked devices. Abstain from displeasure and forsake wrath. Do not fret also to do evil, for evildoers are cut off. But those who wait on Yah, they shall inherit the earth. Yet a little while, and the wrong is no more. You shall look on his place, but it's not there. The meek shall inherit the earth and delight themselves in plenty of shalom. The wrong plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. Yah laughs at him, for he sees that his day is coming. The wrong have drawn the sword and have bent their bow to cause the poor and needy to fall, to slay those who walk straightly. So that was Psalm 37, 1 through 14. Let's break down a little bit of this before we go further. Um, as you can hear, it is like screaming off the pages to don't trip. Don't sweat them. Don't get upset. I know it's hard. Easier said than done. But there's a reason why we don't have to fret because of these evildoers. It's a reason why the scriptures are telling us don't envy these cats. Don't envy these workers of unrighteousness. Why? Because the Most High is telling us they're going to wither like the grass. They're going to fade like green plants. He's telling us instead of focusing on that, you know how people have their focus solely on the darkness and the evil and the negativity and everything that, that's happening bad. It's, under, it's understandable because that's all you see. And you do need to know to a degree what's going on around you and in your world. But you don't want to dwell on that. Do you, do you see it actually says dwell in the earth and feed on steadfastness? Trust in Yah and do good. Dwell in the earth and feed on steadfastness and delight yourself in Yah. Let him give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to Yah. Trust in him. I mean, my goodness, he's given us remedy to the craziness that we see around us because it's understandable to feel that way. He, again... The scriptures are screaming, don't fret because of the cats that are prospering in their way. Because of the cats that are doing wicked, all these wicked devices. He says, abstain from that. Forsake that. Don't look at them and say, well, forget it. I'm just going to do the evil too. At least they winning. What appears like they're winning because they're getting all the trinkets. The satanic world will give you a little something if you forsake the most high Yah. If you turn your back on righteousness and start doing wickedness, the floodgates of this world and all the trinkets will just open unto you. You'll say, man, this was easy. Oh, I can do business with this person. I can get money over here. Fame is a little more attainable. Riches is, yeah, because the world has literally turned their backs on righteousness. And that's why you see such a high percentage 
of wickedness approved. It's not even a question. It's almost like if you do evil, if you do wickedness, I'll give you an example without going too far off of uh, the scripture. But if, you know, I decided to say, yeah, I'm going to be this female artist and songwriter, and I'm just going to do music that promotes wickedness and a satanic agenda. Do you know how quickly a rise on the charts would become? It wouldn't even be a, a question of how fast. But then all of a sudden, I'm not the same person anymore. And I mean literally, I could literally become a shell of myself. And we already know the scripture says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? What, what people are forgetting in this passage is when, you, when you're, that's why Yah is telling us, don't envy the wicked. Don't envy these cats that are prospering like that to do evil and plotting on their, you know, laying on their beds. They can't even sleep because they're thinking of new ways to, to do wicked He's saying, don't even look at them as, as something to be like, just because they seem to be winning in this world with money and access and power and things of that nature. Because at the end of the day, all human beings are going to have to stand before the king. You can't get around it. No matter what they have, they've lied to the public, y'all. They have made it seem like you just got to get it now, get it here, because there ain't nothing else after this. Well, guess what? Even if let's say they're right. Let's just let's just play this for a second. Say they're right. Say there, say there isn't anything after this. Let's just hypothetically say there's nothing after this. Well, guess what? I believe strongly in my heart that because you have faith to believe that the most high Yah has prepared a place for you. Like Yahushua said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Because you believe it, that there's a place that there's no crying and there's no pain and suffering and no evil. And the Most High will wipe the tears from our eyes. Hallelujah. Because we believe that. Is it possible that the Most High Yah and all his might, glory, power could actually create it? Just because we have the faith to believe. You see what I'm saying? Even if it isn't there right this very second. Because ain't nobody seen it. It's just the belief that we have. But dang it, I believe that he could create it for those who believe enough that it is going to be like that. That's where my faith is. I believe the Most High can do it. Even if it ain't done yet. That's the kind of mentality that somebody would be like, man, that's crazy faith. Yeah, I guess that's astonishing faith then. That's where we, we have to, to make sure that we're not putting our trust in our own abilities. Because that's when you say, eh, it's easy to doubt. It's easy to be like, I don't know if it can be done. I'm still waiting for my knee to get healed, right? But I believe he can do it. I tell him every day. I say, hey, y'all, I don't have to go under the knife. You know you can just touch this leg. 
and it'd be a miracle. You can grow this ligament back or you can have me walking without a ligament. I believe he can do all things. It's just a matter of timing and if it's his will because he works all things together for my good, but his glory. And what do you think is more of a priority, my good or his glory? That could be debated. But I'm saying he'll allow pain in your life in order for him to get that glory. And I don't blame him. I mean, if I was the creator of air (laughs) and human beings and all the beautiful colors uh, uh, of birds and and food and y'all would say it, planets and all that. Absolutely. Say my name, say my name. Yeah. So uh, the most high, yeah, he's good. And, and he loves us. He really does. He cares about us. But I say all that to say that it's not worth it when you lose your soul just to obtain a few little things here on this earth. And uh, like I said, you never have that inward uh, shalom either. That's why a lot of these uh, rich folks are so unhappy and they're on these pills and A lot of them are suicidal or have committed suicide, and it's just not a good look. They have hatred in their hearts. Uh, A lot of them are depressed, and they're unsettled beings, and they're deceivers because their father is the author of lies and uh, the ultimate deceiver, which we know. So Yah is telling us in this uh, first 14 uh, scriptures here is that don't, don't just don't even fret and don't get in the, in the mode of like, well, I'm gonna do evil too. Cause he's telling you in verse nine for evil doers are cut off, but those who wait on Yah, they shall inherit the earth yet a little while. And the wrong is no more. I love that. You shall look on his plays, but them cats is going to be gone. So they know there's a time thing, too, for them. Probably in their heart, they know they ain't going to live forever unless they've been duped and tricked into believing that we're going to reign in hell forever. It's like, okay, well, you go ahead and do that. You know what I mean? Because it says that the meek will inherit the earth, the humble, those who do righteousness, and will have plenty of shalom. So that's just kind of a breakdown of the first 14 Verses, I think it's very encouraging, even though we have to deal with the wickedness and the evil and stuff. It's encouraging to know that Yah has given us uh, an alternative way of of looking at this, to have a better perspective so that we don't get discouraged. Because it's very easy to look at all the wickedness and get discouraged. But that's what these scriptures are for. They're here to help us really discern and to say, you know what, I have a choice I could be in the dumps about all this craziness around me, or I can have the perspective that says, hey, let me just wait on the most high Yah because I know he got me. And there is a plan for these jokers. And you just have to wait it out. But while you're waiting, delight yourself in the most high Yah. Do good. Use your gifts. Speak life. See, that's the challenge, y'all. That's the challenge is when you're going through a lot of crap in life and you're seeing the rise and the reveal of more evil and wickedness and it feels like you can't even do anything about it. It's okay to light yourself in the most high. Yeah, he is the power source. 
He going to smash these cats once and for all. Eventually, we just have to cling to the most high Yah and stay under his protection and keep listening for divine wisdom that can guide us until we get to that so-called promised land. Now we're going to go into a few more scriptures and wrap it up. All right, this is Psalm 37. We're going to pick up at verse 16, which reads, Better is the little of the righteous one than the riches of many wrongdoers. For the arms of the wrongdoers are broken, but Yah sustains the righteous. Yah knows the day of the perfect and their inheritance is forever. They are not ashamed in a time of evil. And in the days of scarcity of food, they are satisfied. Hallelujah. But the wrongdoers shall perish, and the enemies of Yah, like the splendor of the meadows, they vanish. Like smoke, they vanish away. The wrongdoer is borrowing and does not repay, but the righteous one shows favor and gives. For his blessed ones inherit the earth, but those cursed by him are cut off. The steps of a man are ordered by Yah, and he delights in his way. Though he falls, he is not cast down. For Yah is supporting his hand. I have been young and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. All day long he is showing favor and lending. And his seed is for a blessing. Turn away from evil and do good. Verse 27. And dwell forever. For Yah loves right ruling and does not forsake his lovingly committed ones. They shall be guarded forever. But the seed of the wrongdoer is cut off. The righteous shall inherit the earth and dwell in it forever. Sounds like a promise to me. Verse 30 The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom. And his tongue talks of right ruling. The Torah of his Elohim is in his heart. His steps do not slide. The wrong one is watching for the righteous and is seeking to slay him. Yah does not leave him in his hand or let him be declared wrong when he is judged. Wait on Yah and guard his way and he shall exalt you. To inherit the earth. When the wrongdoers are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wrongdoer in great power and spreading himself like a native green tree, yet he passed away. And see, he was not. And I sought him, but he was not found. Watch the perfect and observe the straight, for the latter end of each. Is peace, but the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The latter end of the wrong shall be cut off, but the deliverance of the righteous is from Yah, their strength in time of distress. And Yah does help them and deliver them. He delivers them from the wrongdoers and saves them because they took refuge 
in him. Hallelujah. And that is the end of Psalm 37. That was verses 16 through 40. And we'll break it down right after this. So as you can see in the last half of this chapter, there is just contrast of black and white, black and white, black and white, black and white. It's just going back from righteous to wicked, righteous to wicked, righteous to wicked, evildoers to those who are makers of shalom and Yah's people versus the evildoers and the wicked and the results of each. I love the fact that it's so simple to understand and how the the chapter ends in verse 40, how it talks about Yah helps, uh, helps us and delivers us from wrongdoers and saves us because why? Because we took refuge in him. I highly suggest reading or rereading, some of you have it memorized, uh, Psalm 91, because it talks about Yah being our refuge. And, and you, all, you also know that verse about the name of the Most High Yah is a strong tower and the righteous run in there and we're saved. Under the shadow of the Almighty, the wings. And it's just a, a way of describing supernatural layers of protection and comfort. And so we continue to see the scriptures tell us when the wrongdoers are cut off, we're going to see it. Don't trip. And many of us have already seen a little bit of this happening where people are, they're just disappearing from the face of the earth. You know, when the death angel went out and if you didn't have that blood on your doorpost, it's almost like this is what we're witnessing to a degree. But sometimes, like I mentioned earlier, you can get discouraged because you don't see enough of that. You don't see enough of the wicked being cut off. You don't see enough of the wicked being removed. It almost seems like evil is increasing. Really, evil has always been here. What's happening is that it's being revealed on a level that we've never seen before. The wickedness, the filth, uh, the perversion, all of that, it's in our faces more than we've ever seen it before. It's more accepted in this world more than we've ever seen it before. And it's more blatant than we've ever seen it before. It's more aggressive than we've ever seen it before. And so Yah wants us to know through these scriptures that he's got everything under control and he understands, trust me, how we feel. He knows exactly how we feel. And that's why we can't rely on our feelings. We have to rely on our faith in what we don't see and what we can't understand, I should say, and what we don't see, which is the most high Yah. Sometimes we don't always understand his ways, but we have to just trust 
And they say, well, that's just stupid. You shouldn't have blind faith. You shouldn't just trust in anything you can't see. Okay, well, you take your chances over there doing what you're doing. And I'll just be doing this over here. Because as far as I can see, hallelujah, all praises to the most high Yah. He is a shield for those who trust in him. For all I can see right now, he has been sustaining my life and keeping me in perfect shalom. Why am I able to put out songs in the midst of a 2020 and 2021 craziest season, craziest couple of years that I've ever experienced worldwide and individually, but I'm still able to put out songs like Bright Side. Please go listen to that song. I'm choosing to look at the bright side or or what about the praise don't stop. They say, well, how are you going to get through all this evil? What did I say in the song? Supernatural. Y'all listen to them lyrics now. Don't just be listening to the beat. Listen to what I'm saying. These are messages that the Most High Yah has put in my heart. All praises to him. The Ruach writing through these songs and giving me these melodies and things of that nature. But listen to the words. I will roll till the wheels fall off. Listen closely to the words when you're jamming to the music. It's almost like they're strategic messages. And if you just get them memorized, your subconscious will pick that up. And you'll be able to feel better. You'll be encouraged. Your spirit will be uplifted. Just continue to listen to that music and anything like it. It's not just mine out there. There are a lot of artists out there that are putting out great content. So whoever you you listening to, just make sure that it's filled with life and positivity. Life and positivity. Because if you're hearing a lot of death and negativity and destruction, it's for instance, like if I took this chapter, okay, Psalm 37, there's two ways you can make this into a song. You can make it into a song that's more negative and all all the wicked. And even if you're saying they're going to be cut off, you know, they're going to be cut off. We're going to see the wicked. They're going to be cut off. That's still kind of promoting like darkness and negativity. And it's just it gets you. It doesn't really make you feel good. Right. It's not it's not edifying. We understand that. But what does Yah say throughout this whole thing? Put your trust in me. Let Yah give you the desires of your heart as you commit your ways to him. Wait patiently on Yah. The meek is going to inherit the earth. Never seen the righteous forsaken. The righteous shall again inherit the earth and dwell in it forever. That's a promise. Wait on Yah. Guard his way. And you're going to be exalted to inherit the earth. Man, take refuge in Yah. So see how I'm picking out? I'm picking out every promise, everything that Yah says that the righteous is going to get and do and be. That's what the song going to be about. And yes, you you squeeze a little bit in there of like uh, the wrongdoer. Just 10%. We don't need a whole lot. So I see when these, you know, some of these folk, they focus 90% on the evil and the wicked and the destruction and the this and that. And I'm like, man, and then there's like 10% of hope. That's lopsided. 
know what's going on. That's why my my whole thing, y'all remember how I be saying, you know, peek in, but don't sink in. That means peek in, whether it's the news, peek in, whether it's something that you got to know what's going on in the world, peek in. Even when you're reading these scriptures, you look at it, but don't gravitate solely to the negative stuff and the dark stuff and this and that and this. It's going to raise your blood pressure, get you stressed out. That doesn't bring comfort. What brings comfort is the things I just pulled out of this whole passage. But those who wait on Yah, they shall inherit the earth. Hallelujah. Trust in Yah and do good. He's telling you. So that's what we have to focus on, family. So I just, uh, we're going to wrap it up um, after this. That's a, a little bit of breakdown of this. I just want y'all to be encouraged. Most importantly, that Yah woke me up this morning, put this passage on my heart. He, uh, above all, wants you to be encouraged so that you don't give up. We're, we're really at the end. Um, I always like to use sports analogies and, and things of that nature. And I feel like uh, just like how I told you guys uh, a few episodes ago about my mom, how she was on third base, feel like she was on her way home. She's home now, just just to let you guys know that she's home and she's doing well. But I feel like the the, the we are as a nation on third base. And we're really at the, the, the home stretch, as they would say. We're on our way home. And I don't know what that looks like 5, 10, 15 years from now. I don't know. All I know is that each year that goes by and each day that goes by, each month, each moment, each minute is a blessing. And we're still here breathing. And life isn't about being stressed out about all the nonsense that the wicked is doing. Each day, try to glorify and give Yah the esteem by living your life in such a way that it pleases him. And that ain't got nothing to do with religious acts. That has everything to do with you just having a conversation with him. Have you checked in with him in a while? Have you said, hey, y'all, how you doing? You know how I'm doing. How you doing, Abba, y'all? Talk to him a little bit. Thank them. Give them thanks. That's why I put up the video uh, yesterday. I was asking y'all, what y'all what y'all thankful for? Let's give thanks to the Most High Yah. Because even though it's a lot of hell going on, man, it's a lot of heaven too. That's why I say this is a 50-50 season for many of us. You got one bad thing happen and then something else good. Then one bad thing, then he gives you a little more encouragement. It's like a back and forth the seesaw, tug of war. We in the thick of it, y'all, but we got to keep our heads up and our shoulders back. We on our way home. And no matter how long it takes to get home, we going to get there. If we put our trust in the Most High Yah and wait on Him. It should make us encouraged to know that our Elohim has a plan to dismantle these fools. To break down and cut off these wicked cats. So that's why we can't even really take it personal. We can't point our fingers at a person and, and, and really just look at the person. They're being used by demonic entities to do that work, to do that satanic work. So we can't even get caught up in a name. It's just a face that's being used. It could be anybody. Can't get so caught up in that stuff because we miss out 
on the fact that this is a spiritual war. And some people have chosen sides. And we just have to be on the right side, be on the side of the righteous. That way we can really uh, hold on to verse 40, how this whole chapter ends when it says he delivers them from the wrongdoers and saves them. Why? It says because they took refuge in Yah. So that is my encouragement to you today is to take refuge in Yah and to focus on all of the promises that he is showing you throughout this passage and understand that you are not alone. He completely understands how you feel and so do many around the world. We're all in this thing together. It's just a matter of us literally holding on to our faith until the end. And I believe that you're going to do that. And I'm out of this piece. Got one more thing to share with you. uh, And then we'll close right after this. Thank you for tuning in to This Is Queen podcast. I always love hearing from you. So you can go to thisisqueen.com, click on podcast, and then click on message and you can chime in. Also, this will be posted on my YouTube community. And I love hearing from you. So you can leave a comment there as well. Until the next episode, keep your head up and your shoulders back. Shalom for now.